0: Welcome to Tell Me More, Tell Me More, the podcast. I'm your host, Leah. And I'm your host, Adesia, And this is a movie musical podcast where we watch a movie musical and then we talk about it. We have entered 80s October, aka Octies. Let's go. Um, (laughs) We'll be be covering uh, some 80s musicals, as the title would probably indicate to you. And this week, we are covering Xanadu. <laughs> what is your history with this movie?
1: I knew nothing about this movie except for the name. <laughs> I I don't know. I, I just knew that it was a musical about roller skating. And mm-hmm. I was just like, okay, that's... Probably fine, I guess, <laughs> and that was the extent of my knowledge. I hadn't even heard any songs
0: from it. Mm.
1: Like it was, it was completely like uh, novel to me. What about <laughs> you?
0: So I, okay, I used to listen to how how did this get made? Where I'm pretty sure they did cover it, but I do not remember. I did not and do not remember any of the details like from that episode at all and so like i knew it existed i knew it was considered a bad movie and i knew it had some kind of cult following but like i wasn't i didn't like rush over to like actually figure out what it was or anything like that it only really came about because i was just looking through movies to watch for the podcast i was just like let's see what happens and this stuck out to me because I thought, oh, what if we did something '80s related? And so that's how we got here, probably zoo, through Zoo, through a Labyrinth, because that has like more like strangeness to it for like October vibes. And so it probably came through that channel. But uh, I had no, no other knowledge other than like it's a stage production as well. Question mark. Question mark. But that's it. That is my. Entire knowledge or like my background with Xanadu, cool until today.
1: So this movie came out in 1980. So it is just just breaking the 70s. So you'll find that a lot of like the themes is like just shifting into what will become the 80s, but it's still Mm -hmm. kind of 70s esque heavy, like stylistically. So uh, apparently the movie is a pretty... It's a a cult film, as Leah said. Pretty universally not regarded as a good movie. Mm. But apparently the soundtrack did really well. Like, it went double platinum. So it's like, the music... The music, great. The plot of the movie, people were not vibing with. And I can understand (laughs) that. Um... (laughs) So we open on. Oh, also, this. we didn't
0: mention starring Ol- Olivia Newton John. Ah, uh, yes, well. yes. And yes, Gene Olivia. Kelly's here as well.
1: Oh, he, you say he's here like he makes a cameo. He's throughout the movie. <laughs> no, yeah, I know, I
0: know.
1: Like, he's not just, oh, it's G. Kelly and then he disappears forever. He's like, uh, he's like a main character. <laughs> yeah, um, no, he is. <laughs> but. So we open on, what is it, a beach, someone playing a clarinet, and we're like, oh, that's nice, I guess. Then we have an artist, and he's doing all these drawings, and he's crumpling them, and he's ripping them up, obviously not satisfied with his work, and so... He sticks his head out and he throws one of the ripped up drawings to the wind and it floats by and this is the moment like we're literally like minutes into the movie. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. These effects are going to get me. They're going to get me because it's like it's meant to be paper floating on the wind but it's just it's like they've like just taken paper sized chunks out of the picture that we are seeing and just having them drift by the screen it's something else so they float that's not
0: even my favorite part of the VFX, but yes they float
1: (laughs) (laughs) they float and they float and they float until eventually they pass by this mural of women and but of course it's a a mural of the muses and uh, it causes them to emerge uh, into life from the portraits themselves with this like radiant glow around all of them as each of them step into
0: (laughs) what? like this it's just, when I first, like, before we, went, I, like, we were even considering this movie, because when I saw it, I just, like, went to go look at pictures um, from the movie, and I was like, surely this little purple line around her is not, like, real, right? But then, when they, as they come to life, and the, oh my god, the VFX for this, I was crying, like, It's just like, oh god, it is so like, obvious how old this movie is, just based on that alone. Oh boy. But yes, they're coming to life, and they're like pirouetting.
1: Yeah, Yeah, they're coming to life one by one, they're stepping out. There was a black one, and I was like, oh, hello. Um, But yeah, they're dancing all together, and I think this is one of the first songs as well. It's kind yeah, of it's like uh, magic. Yeah, or... I'm alive. Oh, yeah, right. it's, I'm alive. But it's mm-hmm. not. It's not sung by anyone in the scene. It's kind of like sung by. So oh the um. So the music is uh Olivia Newton John and the Electric Light Orchestra, who I mm-hmm. didn't had. I had no idea, and then I was like, oh, Mister Blue Sky there we go okay i got it
0: <laughs> it feels very of the time like all of it sounds very like distinctly of of its time mm-hmm. except for one song which sounds distinctly of gene kelly's time but whatever we'll get there when we get there
1: so yes they all danced, and then who oh, and then and then they all like turn into light beams, and they start like running through the streets, and then they shoot off into light. And one of them like runs past the Hollywood sign and lights it up as she passes by. And once on the highway, and and then they all just shoot up into the sky. But one comes back down, and that one is Olivia Newton-John, and she's on roller skates still glowing but she's on roller skates um, and this guy who threw the papers out the window is now like on the boardwalk and he's just looking out towards the sea and she comes up to him like bumps into him and then she kisses him and skates away and he's like hey wait and I'm just like what? (laughs) okay (laughs) I guess that's this is what we're dealing with okay got it Got it. So he is just confused. He's like, oh, who is this woman? He gets to work. Apparently he's returning to a job that he's had previously where they Mm -hmm. make enlarged paintings of uh, album covers to promote Mm -hmm. the albums on like walls and stuff but he wanted well, is he that left normal
0: to... practice or is that just like a plot device i mean i think it would be like a normal
1: practice cuz you have to think like a lot of those like like po- like really big posters were normally painted by people before we had like big printing, printing. and stuff right so okay. like i think in the 80s like like printing of like huge posters like took over but like yeah it was it was a lot of like painting and stuff. Like, if you go back to the 60s, um, a lot of signs were painted. That's why it's like, rare to find them in good condition now, because everything rubs off over time. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so that's the job that he had, but he Mm -hmm. left to pursue like, actual art. He didn't want to just be, like, replicating stuff that already exists, because that's not Mm -hmm. art. But he needs money, (laughs) which, Mm -hmm. you know, a mood. So... He comes back, and his coworkers are kind of like you know teasing him a little bit for having to come back and work with them and you can see he he kind of has like an antagonistic relationship with his boss the boss <laughs> yeah who's who's basically like a company man and he's he's like time is money, and he's only hired um oh the guy's name is Sonny by the way, his name is Sonny. And he's hired him back because he's fast. He's like, he's quick at doing the paintings. But he seems to have a tendency of adding his own flair to things, which is not what he wants. He just wants a copy of what yeah. the album cover is. So he gets handed this new album. And of course, the woman that kissed him randomly in the boardwalk is the woman on the album cover. Mm-hmm. And I was so confused because he's like, I'm going to go find her. And he leaves. <laughs> he just got to work. He hasn't started work. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, I got to go find this woman. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess that's fine. Um, I guess your boss doesn't check on you if you feel comfortable enough to do this. Doesn't so he goes promise. to the foot. Phot-
0: on your first yeah. day
1: back, <laughs> so he goes to the photographer uh, that took the picture because I guess they he works for a record company, so I guess they all work in like a similar space. So he finds the photographer, and the guys like look. I was t- I took like a lot of pictures, and then she just appeared in one of them, and he's like, well, who is she? And he's like, she just appeared and disappeared. Like, there's no there's no way for me to trace who that is and also I think he also went to like the guy who pays models and the Mm -hmm. guy was basically like she didn't file anything like if I didn't pay her she doesn't exist and he can't get over the fact that she doesn't exist she can't just not exist that doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. so he's back on the boardwalk trying to find her where she was originally he's skating down but she's nowhere to be seen. Eventually he like ends up walking down the beach itself and he spots the man with the clarinet, uh, whose name is Danny, who is Gene Kelly. So Danny is just you know, he's just hanging out, he's just living his life, to be honest. And he's hanging out. He's he's living his life. They have a little bit of banter back and forth. Where Sonny's like, "Oh, I'm trying to find this girl," and then of course she skates by, and he's like, "Oh, I have to go get her," and he like takes this random bicycle, and he's like, "Oh, I'll well, bring it back."
0: I was like, but, "Yeah." And oh, girl- also, that was another thing where like um they'd established like that. He's like a lady killer, whatever. Like the first scene with his at, at back at work or whatever, when he was like, "Who is mm-hmm. this girl? I've seen her before." Like one of the other like coworkers, like basically like, how not? You're like this sought after guy, blah blah blah. Why are you chasing after her or something? And like again here, when he takes the the bike, he's like, "I'll bring it back," and they're like, "As long as you bring it back in person." <laughs> <laughs> oh my he's full on chasing a woman right now.
1: <laughs> I don't <laughs> know that.
0: I mean, I guess.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah, he, can he gets barely, on
0: the bike and he looks for her.
1: He can barely drive this bike anyway.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But he's like, he's searching, he's looking and eventually she, he spots her and she's like in a boat on the docks and she waves at him and he's looking at her and doesn't see that the dock has come to an end and he crashes Mm -hmm. through and into the water and I was just like uh, (laughs) that could have killed you (laughs) I'm sorry and of course uh, Danny is there and witnesses it and so takes him to like a cafe to warm up and dry off because he's soaked through now and so they have another conversation about what I don't know. This will be uh-uh. felt very short and very long at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It did. It, no, was, it
0: was like, like nothing just, happened but things happened.
1: Yeah. It's like nothing's happening but time is progressing I guess. <laughs> uh, so... They talk, and then Danny, not Danny, Sonny leaves to try and find this girl again, and he, the thing that confuses me is we see him walk out of the diner in his like black jacket when he emerges. he's in like this blue shirt, and I was like, "Did time pass? Is this a different day i f- I feel like it's the same day but maybe it's not maybe it's a different day anyway he walks out and he's met by this truck driver of this i don't know if it's like a food truck or something i'm not sure or maybe it's just Mm -hmm. advertising but he seems to have like a nice relationship with him because he painted his truck and The driver offers to give him a ride. I think it must be a different day because he has roller skates now. Yeah. So he ends up hitching a ride on the back of this van that the guy he was talking to um, is driving. And they go back in the direction that he wanted to go. And he ends up at the place that was on the album cover, which is like this defunct auditorium. That looks kind of funky, I'm not going to lie. But it's like, no trespassing, signs on the outside. And so he goes it anyway, because of course you do. And he's like sneaking through along the top, because he's had to like climb up to get in through like a top window. And he's walking along the rafters, and then he spots her down on on the ground floor, skating around. And she's being all like mystical and like elusive. Oh my god. I don't
0: know why and... it annoyed me, but it annoyed me the whole time. <laughs> so much. <laughs> I was like, I get it. Oh. Like, that's her, her character or whatever. But I'm like, oh my god. Give straight answers. <laughs> my gosh.
1: Oh. And she keeps appearing and disappearing and he doesn't know what to make of it at the time because the place is full of like shadows. So he can't fully see when she vanishes, mm-hmm. but he manages to learn that this is where she likes to come to to practice her skating without being disturbed and her name is Kira and he mm-hmm. tells her his name is well she, he doesn't because she already knows his name um, and he's like how do you know my name and she doesn't tell him anything in that moment but mm-hmm. he's found her kind of and they pro- he, she promises to see him again so back at work now Sonny is in early o'clock he's there before the rest of his co-workers mm-hmm. even though historically he's been like the late one like the one that's like never on time and yeah. he's already painting this girl like I don't, I don't know like how much work he actually gets done in between searching for her um, mm-hmm. so let's assume it's been like two days now uh, since he was first given this assignment, and his boss, after his coworkers come in, his boss comes in and he's like, "Stop spending so much time on the girl." And Sonny's like, "This is what she actually looks like." And the boss makes him come to his office, and his coworkers are like, "Why are you trying to fight this so much?" Like. Just tell him what he wants to hear and move on. That's what we all do. But Sonny's not having it. He's like, I'm just like, bro. Don't you? Didn't you come back because you need this cash? Like, Mm. if you if you're gonna be this obstinate about it, why'd you come back for? (laughs) Yep. Like you knew what this guy was like anyway already. Yeah. Um,
0: and also that like the work that you do is. Not does not leave room for creativity, and here's like I want to be a real artist, and it's like well you came back here like, make a like choose choose one, do you want money or do you want to be an artist? Because like you can go find a different job, I guess that allows you more freedom, <laughs> but you're here where you know the rules. Like
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I I guess we're meant to like see him as being like very headstrong and like sure of like what he wants in the world or whatever but
0: (laughs) sure
1: and the the boss says as much to him as well he's like listen i left art i started a company And so he's like i think that you did the best thing for you but he's like look we have like a mission here as a company and Mm -hmm. you can't just do anything you want then everyone's going to want to do what they want to do and that's not what I set out to make here. It's a company that produces a specific thing and that's why we make money. Which you know, maybe he's like a little micromanagey, but at the same time he's trying to run a business and it's like (laughs) being corporate sometimes means you have to get on people's asses about it but Sonny's like Tuesday's Wednesday which is a reference to what his co-workers were saying about Sonny just having to tell him that Tuesday is Wednesday regardless of what day it actually is but like he walks off in a huff after that and then he has to go and hang some of his art at a center downtown where he runs into Danny again Danny is in a suit this time looking very Mm -hmm. fancy and Danny takes Sonny to his house, which is like a grand old house. And Son- and yeah. Danny's like, oh, this used to belong to some silent film star. And I was just like, is that a reference to you, yourself? Is that what's mm-hmm. happening?
0: Honestly, it could be. I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he has this album. He had this Glenn Miller album that uh, he went to play in his home. And it turns out that Danny was also in the band with the Glenn Miller people as well as this mysterious woman. And when Sunny tries to bring it up, it's like, um, this this girl who looks suspiciously just like Kira, (laughs) he kind of, like, glosses over it. And eventually uh, Sunny has to go. I don't remember specifically... He has to leave. Danny then starts to reminisce about how things were in 94- Oh! I remember. Uh, So they had a conversation about how he, Danny, fell in love with one of the girls in the band But when she left he didn't chase after her and how that really showed her. But in fact it was at that moment that he kind of lost his passion for what he was Mm -hmm. doing in the first place and so he left it behind. And he had he had been running this club. It was like this little joint, but it was like it was it was like bopping. It was like had live music. Like it was it was everything that people needed. But he just kind of let it slip away from him and Mm -hmm he regrets it like 30 years later like to that point and i think that's what encourages sonny to go after his girl meanwhile i keep wanting to call him gene (laughs) danny starts to reminisce about how it used to be back in 1945 when like he had his band and like the girl was singing on the recording and we get this like superimposed, like very small image, and I was just like, why didn't you just do the full flashback? Like you had it filmed, I guess, yeah. but they just did like this small, like faded cutout of a band, like to to pr- show his memory of it, I guess, and then the the girl kind of. Kind of comes out and they both fade out slightly. Yeah. Like yeah. in, because they're in like this in between time and then they both come back into real time and they begin to. And the girl is, is Olivia Newton John, if, if that's not clear. Um, yes. So they start to, and she's in like this military uniform and so they start to like dance and tap together all around the room. And, you know, I was just like, this is a long sequence. Uh, <laughs> I was like,
0: I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> I appreciate a good tap sequence. Like anybody,
0: I just can't. It is, and it's, a, it's a, like, it's not a Gene Kelly featured movie. If there's no tapping for like five <laughs> minutes.
1: Yeah. So I was just like, "Oh." Okay, I guess this is happening. We must let Gene Kelly dance, and of you know, it, it was a cute moment, but it also didn't, it didn't give me what I wanted. I would have rathered seeing them like in the past, as mm-hmm. opposed to this kind of half-half thing that we did, and and yeah. maybe there was like no no actor to play like a young Gene Kelly, sure, but still. I mean, like
0: also like it. The fact that she existed in both his time and Sonny's time is never properly addressed or like really commented on. You, because like, okay, it happens later, and I guess we'll talk about it later. But like, when they, uh, where when Kira and Danny talk, I'm like, it feels like we're talking around you actively saying, okay, so what's the magic here? And so, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Because then at this point, I thought, is it intentional that he was um, glossing over uh, the conversation with Sunny earlier? Like, is was it, in, like, intentional that he's, like, not, like, talking about the girl in quotes, right? Like, does he know something? Is what, like, mm-hmm. that's what I was like. Is he in the know of something? Is he, like, very godfather situation? Like, you know what I mean? Where it's like, I'm here to, like put in some magical shenanigans on top of, like, other magical shenanigans. But, you know, it was just, like, super unclear. But, yes, um, they're singing... Whenever you're away me... Et cetera. Um, but, yeah, this is the song I was referring to as being, like... Because it's, like, big band swing-type vibes.
1: Also, I skipped over... Magic, which was when Oh right, that in the when she's like skating about, yeah,
0: and she's like, it's like her, but it's not her because it's like it is Olivia Newton-Dancing, but like also she's yeah. in the middle of a conversation right now. <laughs> you have to believe we are magic; nothing can stand in our way. So very much of its time. <laughs>
1: Listen, double platinum, okay?
0: I it's not a complaint. It's just a, <laughs> an observation that it is very much of its time. Like you can hear it.
1: But yes, so Sunny is trying to finish this painting again. Then Kira appears in the flesh, and they go walk about down the street. Kira. I mean, I say walkabout, about, they're skating, but <laughs> but they're just going down there they're talking and Sunny's trying to get more information about who she is, but she's like, You know everything about me that you need to know and just refuses to like open up about mm-hmm. it. They end up singing in the rain. <laughs> the the song suddenly which is actually with cliff richard who is not in the movie but is uh, the song the singing voice Mm
0: -hmm. this is i think the scene it kind of reminded me of that one scene in Devdas where they're like play not playing but like doing the the bracelet thing where they're trying to get it on and like it's an extended sequence of Them singing, but like in the background of themselves as they like Mm -hmm. non verbally go about (laughs) their little flirtation. That's what this This reminded me of. (laughs) Suddenly, na 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 emotion, (laughs) and I. So so they skate about. It rains, but like obviously it's not actually raining because they're skating, and that would be hella dangerous. Um, but also there's a section of this where they're like dust, like dusting the raindrops from each other's hair. I'm saying this with quotes, with quotations. Uh, dust, like dusting off the raindrops from each other's hair. And I'm like, neither of you are wet right now. <laughs> Might even like well, a little still, bit. Like
1: They're still in the like the recording studio. I think it's like the film set of the recording studio. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's why the boss comes and is like, start to turn things off and say do you know how much this stuff costs
0: yeah but like i just mean because like i mean what else could the rain be you know other than like water like actual water because like (laughs) i don't know it it wouldn't make sense any other way right but um it's just like funny because like again it's super dangerous it would have been super dangerous to like make them skate on wet floor as they're pouring more more water on them but like Mm -hmm just seeing the umbrella being as bone dry as it is as they're holding it up (laughs) and then also subsequently them being like yes let me dust off your hair that is dry (laughs) it's funny because I was just like (laughs) I get where we're going
1: (laughs) eventually they end up back at the um, skating I say skating rink, it's not a skating rink, it's it's the auditorium place, the abandoned Mm -hmm. auditorium. And they start to talk about how Danny had this dream Mm -hmm. of uh, the big band place, and how Sonny was told to keep an eye out for him, and so Kira suggests maybe this place. And... Mm. Sonny, on Kira's advice, brings Danny there. And Danny's skeptical to start mm-hmm. with because he's like, they used to do like a wrestling here or something. And Sonny's like, well, at least, you know, it's, it's um, popular. But they go in and Danny's skepticism starts to like turn around almost instantly which I found really funny because he's like you know I'm not saying I will you know like not entirely but maybe if I (laughs) and he like starts to visualize and but they both begin to visualize different things Danny imagines like a 40s style big band in a corner Like live music, trombones and clarinets, people dancing, but then Sunny envisions um, a rock band uh, Mm in the corner, like big drums and electric guitar, and everyone in electric orange. Which honestly, I wish you imagined a different color. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) And then, again, this the beginning of this sequence. I was like, this is. I don't see where this is going. I don't. This is long. <laughs> no, because they kept switching back and forth. Yeah. And I no, was like, okay, sure. we've we've established that you have different dreams, and then they versions, started, yeah. s- like, they started singing. Um, in the, because I was like, oh, the dancing's great. Is that all this is going to be? And then they start singing. And I'm like, okay, a change, but also the sequence is still long, and <laughs> then. The only part I was happy is is when they start to meet. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, this is cool. Like, the 40s have met the 80s. And Mm -hmm. they're starting to, like, see each other and, like, grab hold of each other. And then that bandstand to, like interlacing between each other and it's sounding great like Mm -hmm. the live instruments and the electric instruments and everything is sounding good because i was initially thinking i was like the rock band sounds a little empty even though they have all this stuff going on but then when it came together i was like oh Mm -hmm. amazing i can see where this was going very well
0: actually surprisingly like the two very different sounds worked really Mm -hmm. well together
1: but then they have this combined dream now, and Danny is in. He's like, okay, we'll do it. And we're going to be partners, and it's it's going to be great. Also, this song was called um, Dancing.
0: The 1940s bit has got like a forget about the blues, shoo would do wop type vibe. And then the 80s side, it's like very like, or whatever but yeah so like you said like that just it just clicked to me right now why the movie feels long even though nothing happens it's because the sequences are very long and so like no progression is made in terms of the plot or story and yet many hours have passed (laughs) we are now 50 years old (laughs) You know,
1: I was like, the movie's only an hour and a half long. Like, I don't understand. Yeah, why we're fifty minutes into the movie, (laughs) and I don't feel like we've gotten anywhere.
0: Yeah, like (laughs) there was a moment where I like I had paused, and then I like press play, and I realized I was literally forty-five minutes in, and I was like, surely that can't be true. (laughs) Like, we can't be halfway.
1: Um, oh. but yes so at the end of that sequence Sunny oh Sunny goes to get a flashlight and Danny's trying to figure out what they're gonna name the place and Kira appears as she does and between them by quoting a Kubla Khan poem from Sam Chester Coldridge then they settle on the name Xanadu so when Sunny comes back it, like welcome to Xanadu. And he's, like, totally into it. It's like, this is great. And now he's partners with... Which they met, like, three days ago and they're business partners.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm just like, you, you see this girl, she kisses you, like, in two days, like, you're together. You meet this guy on the beach. He takes you to his house and shows you some old music. He mentions you and, like a day later you're showing him this place and now you're business partners and you're going to open a club together and like the pacing of your lives in the 80s must have been very very yeah. different like we have to I do mean, it like background like, checks <laughs> like
0: it has the same like, like, like trajectory as like normal movie musical like romances where it's uh-huh. just like, we met five minutes ago. Let's get married. Um, and here, it's like, we met five minutes ago. Want to go into business together? I have absolutely no certainty that, like, it will not backfire on me. But, you know, you were nice to me in one conversation. Let's do it. Let's start a business together. <laughs> so, let open a place. So
1: strange to me. Danny, not Danny, Sunny, after this, he goes back to his workplace and he's like ready to get himself fired he like goes down the stairs and they're like oh hey Picasso and he calls on the phone he calls his manager and he's like get down here in five minutes and they're like what are you doing like you know Mm -hmm. just get out of here like are you drunk are you high like we'll tell him it's a joke Uh, (laughs) like trying to spare him from himself and he's like no no I'm clean I'm good so of course the boss comes and he's like what the heck is wrong with you? like and he starts to quote to the boss the thing that he's gonna say which was I don't know something about having like no more chances and then I'm fired and the boss looks so confused rightfully yeah. so it's just like
0: what? what? like ah, can I- he just not quit? It's just, is, no is he's, there something he's, that would have like He's firing himself. It. Sure, but could he not have quit? Like, is that something, is this something where he's, like, trying to legally get away with something? Like, because, like... I don't know. Certainly, it's, the, like, the same thing to be, like, I'm fired and, like, I'm quitting. Right? Like, I mean, I d- obviously, in terms of the words, no, they're not the same thing. But, like, because he's saying it about himself... Surely it's the same thing, right?
1: I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. All I know is that he climbs to the top of the railing and he's just like, I'm taking off, and all of you are invited to the new chapter of my life. And then he leaves, and everyone's <laughs> just looking at after him in stunned silence. Just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, again, Sunny's trying to find out more details about Kira. But- they're having a bit of, of champagne because they're they're gonna be opening a new club soon. But, you know, Kira Sunny kisses Kira, but she like turns her head away and she's like, Oh I can't do this kind of a thing but she doesn't say what it is she kisses him again and then it turns into an animated sequence (laughs) and I was like okay this movie is very strange I got it already and I immediately knew it was a Don Bruce animation as well. It was just like this looks like Thumbelina esque shit. <laughs> um It's like Oh uh, god. I mean it's, yeah. it was cute. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it was it was pretty.
0: It's like basically a little animation of him chasing after her. She turns into a fish. He no, yes. He t- she turns into yes. a fish, he turns into a fish, she turns into a bird, he turns into a bird, and then turns back into a human. But the entire time, it's like him chasing after her.
1: Yeah. It's don't walk away is the sequence.
0: Don't walk away! All you gotta do is stay! Don't walk away! Etc.
1: So builders have come now i it's all danny because we have established that sonny is broke Sunny has um, no money
0: which is also like another <laughs> thing where it's like wait why are you going into business together like he has no capital to to um all he, all contribute. he has is
1: a dream <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah that's it he has a dream and some vision.
1: Uh, Danny has hired contractors to start making like the necessary repairs to the building. And mm-hmm. he goes over to Sunny and Kira. And he's like, Kira, when we open, I want the honor of the first dance. And both of them are like, oh, you'll need to be a little glitzed up, you know, get a little pizzazz, a little... You know, something a little fancy. I was like, this man wears suits every day. Yeah! He's fancier than both of you right now. (laughs) So they take him to a franchised glitz dealer and they have this next sequence, which Mm -hmm. is just Danny trying on different clothes.
0: (sighs) Yeah, (laughs) it's a makeover montage. (laughs)
1: I guess so but he didn't need one really like if he was like grungy or whatever from like I don't know going to the beach every day that'd be one thing but he's in suits he's not <laughs> he doesn't need a makeover they just yeah. gave him different kinds of suits anyway he just wanted to
0: have a, a fun little goofy scene with Gene Kelly being funny and goofy I know I'm not complaining but I was just like I don't know why this is
1: happening. Yeah, Like, I'm
0: I know this sure. movie is I nonsensical.
1: But I just, I don't know why this is happening right now. Did they, mm-hmm. did they rent this place and have to use it? Sure. Okay. So <laughs> they settle what his outfit's gonna be, I think. I don't know. Um, To be honest, I don't, I don't recall. But, again, Sunny and kira they're they're walking along and again sunny kisses kira and she's like i wasn't meant to feel like this this is not what i was here for (laughs) and sunny is confused he's like what do you mean She's like oh i i wasn't this was a mistake this wasn't supposed to happen um and so they go back to his place because all she's told him so far was that she lives in an apartment with her sisters on the second floor like she doesn't yeah has not told him anything. so they go back to sonny's apartment and she's like in the way of telling him i'm a muse i'm meant to inspire people i was meant to make xanadu happen that was the that was the point of me being here. I didn't mean to feel this way about you. And he's understandably like, what are you talking about? She's <laughs> like, it's like you and he like kisses her and it's like, You mean to tell me that this isn't real? And she's like, You're not understanding what I'm saying to you. It's like I'm a muse. And then she like hands him the dictionary <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, oh, read the read definition In the dictionary. And he's like, Amuse something inspired, Do you believe me now, Sunny? It's written in the dictionary. He's like, Mm. How did you do that? How did you do that? And it's like it's like, because I'm magic, bruh. And she's like, look at the TV. And could you imagine her
0: actually saying bruh?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But she's like, Look at the TV, and there's this old movie playing, and this like guy has a gun and he's holding it up to this uh suited man and all of a sudden the man in the suit turns towards the camera and is like what should i do sonny should i and he's like sonny's like you can't be talking to me you're a movie and the guy in the film is like who you talking to i'm talking to to sonny like calls him by full name as Mm. well like so there's no confusion and the guy with the gun then turns the camera as well. And then you see Kira, D- Akira in, the movie, in now, yeah. the movie as well. And she's like, hi, Sunny. And Sunny reasonably just collapses into the chair. <laughs> this is um, funky shit. I don't know. <laughs> like my brain would not be able to tolerate that even now. Like if 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 something's on the television and then they start addressing me by full name <laughs> I would be leaving I wouldn't like he sat down that's like some wherewithal because I would be gone uh, frankly I don't know and so she's like oh, this I, I didn't mean to fall in love with you and he's like so what does that mean for me and so understanding that she's upset him now She's like, I'll love you forever, Sonny. And he's like, what do you mean? It's like I love you forever. And then she turns into light and disappears. And he's like, no, Kira, wait. And she's gone. And so now he's on the beach, sitting on the rocks that uh Danny was sitting on prior. Mm. But Danny is like prepared to like go to the opening of Xanadu because that is what's happening uh that night and Sonny's like no I'm not going there's no Kira there's no Xanadu which is not true (laughs) it really isn't true but But also also, like I
0: guess like he didn't really contribute anything other than like ideas which is like valuable but like in terms of business like making money or whatever like he was not all that instrumental um, in helping this happen that's true So I don't know why he has to be there I mean I guess because like business process I get that but like it's just like I don't know you could do it without him really
1: oh and I skipped over I skipped over before they did that walk
0: where where, like Dan and and Kira talk
1: he's just like it's like 1945 all over again and she's like no I don't remember specifically what he says but she says maybe it can be like 1945 again and he's like, no, it is exactly like 1945, kind of hinting, like, he knows that that's the same person, that she's the same person. And she just smiles yeah. and then she kisses his cheek. And he's like, goodbye, Danny, 1945. And
0: like, this is the scene where I was like, I feel like we're, like, they, I don't know, they walked around, like, sort of addressing her being immortal or whatever yeah. right? forever young like they just like gloss over it they don't they don't see the need to like have a conversation where like i don't know something is like said that makes sense um because like i mean obviously you can see that like he kind of i guess gets that like oh some magical shenanigans happen sure why not right but it's just like for my sake, as an audience, friend, <laughs> can he not do that? Can he have questions, please? Can he, like, be pressing you right now? Like, I, I don't need him to get it because I don't get it yet. I mean, like, I get it in that, like, I know because I know what the magic is. But, like, why the fuck is he uh-huh. so chill? Like, I was just, like, so bothered by the fact that he's just like, okay, well, yeah. That's, Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I think Why? maybe
1: because Danny is older. Um he's like even if he like thinks Kira could be the same person, one it's an illusion that he doesn't really want to break cuz sure. if he like starts bringing up all this old shit like oh you look exactly like this girl from my youth, like she might feel a little weird mm-hmm. if that's not the case. If it is the case, mm-hmm. then what is he meant to do with it? Clearly she's with Sunny. Mm-hmm. And like they're like she's with him now. Like she's not coming after Gene. Like it's Jean coming after Danny. Yeah. So it's like he can he yes, had but- his time with his woman that he mm-hmm. loved. And if it's the same one then great. And if it's not, then that's also fine.
0: Yes, but that is something you are assuming is the, is the story here. <laughs> well, I'd like to make I... that clear. This is you just, like, super imposing your own theory on top of this in terms of, like, what the fuck his head is up to. I'm just saying the filmmakers did not make that particular line clear to me, that line of uh, thought clear to me. Like, they didn't, like, have any lines that, like, you know, alluded to, like, like, because like they could have done that right had a conversation where even if they're talking around it they're talking around mm-hmm. it in a way that does explain why he doesn't press it further you know like even mm-hmm. if it's something along the lines of like her saying some cryptic shit about like you know the past has to stay in the past and we can't question when good things ha-. i don't know i can't think of like a line that would make sense but like something that just sort of like tells him that like one, yes, you are seeing correctly, I am the person from your past. But also two, don't question it too much. Because Reasons. Right? No, but I think
1: I think that's what happened with the nineteen forty-five talk, where he was like, No, it's exactly like nineteen forty-five. And when she doesn't oh, that's just... say <laughs> <laughs> that's when she doesn't say anything. Yeah. I mean, like, that's that's what I interpreted because when She's like, "Um, maybe it will be like 1945. And he's like, no, it is exactly like 1945. And she just smiles. She just smiles like he's figured it out, but she doesn't say anything to confirm or deny because that's the cryptic bullshit. Like, she's not supposed to tell me. I feel like
0: that's too subtle. (laughs) It's too (laughs) subtle. Sorry. Like, I get it, but like it's too subtle. Like, I did clock that, like, that he does say a thing to, like, fish an answer out of her but like it still didn't like fully to me explain why we go no further with this line of inquiry i mean she says bye
1: to him i don't know i don't know but anyways so so
0: that happened
1: yeah so now we're at the beach with danny and sunny and Mm -hmm. danny's like trying to encourage sunny now to be like then if she's everything to you, then you chase after her. Like, I missed my chance and if you don't take your chance, you're gonna be on that rock 30 years later like I was wondering about what if, you know? If she found a way here, then you have to find a way there. Also, wait, hold up my brain. How does- how does he know? (laughs) How does he know? No, Danny says, if she found a way here, you have to find a way there. How's he know that right. there's there? <laughs> yeah, like how does he know what she is? Oh, that fuck. is okay. what
0: I am saying. They <laughs> do not make anything super clear as to how and why his knowledge is what it is. It like does. Maybe, maybe like we're
1: supposed to interpret that, Danny. Heard from Sunny this whole like I'm I'm gonna say (laughs) like because I mean at some point Danny was told that he's not coming to the thing because he was like it's a shame that you're not gonna be there so I'm guessing Sunny probably had like a a really long phone call with Danny ranting about how this woman just showed him magic things and said she's a muse and now she's gone. And he'd be like, are you okay?
0: (laughs) But like, again, we do not allude to that at all. Uh, Like, like they don't like give us that information in any way. I'm not saying spell it out. I'm not saying spell it out. I'm just saying like, even if they they threw in a line like I like I told you from the phone call you know um trying to deal with or whatever right at least we'd have some in- indication that they had a conversation about this in some way so that like him saying there is a there you know kind of thing like they like go there to her find it find your way to get to her or whatever at least at that point we'd be like oh so they you know they had a conversation at some point and your assumption or like your your theory or whatever could be a bit more concrete but they don't give us mm-hmm. anything <laughs> so. so
1: anyway sunny is skating on the boardwalk he's like still mm-hmm. contemplating his life or whatever and he goes past the mural like how he knows this mural Is the thing that he needs? I don't know. But he goes up to it and he sees, like, a woman that's kind of vaguely in the shape of Kira. Like, he doesn't have any of her facial features. But, you know, it's there. And he, like, he looks back at it and skates away and he turns around and... My guy just skates right to it. I'm just like, oh, he's gonna break his neck. But he passes through the mural wall thing.
0: What luck, because he could have just died. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: And suddenly he's in another place. That's a void, to be exact. Yes, a void that has like lights. And Mm. he's just like, Akira! And she appears and she's like, Sonny, how did you get here? No one's ever come here. And I'm like, that's a lie based on Greek myth. But it's like, it's like no one's ever made it to here before. And he's like, okay, then let's go. I'm taking you with me and we're going back. And she's like, I can't go back. And then Zeus chimes in and he doesn't sound like I expected Zeus to sound like. And then... Nemesine, um, the muse's mother also chimes in and they're like having this like quirky little conversation <laughs> while uh, deciding the fate of this human which, you know, gods are like blase, makes sense. Mm-hmm. And so they kick Sunny out of the realm of the gods and mm-hmm. Kira starts to sing a very sad song.
0: But She's... no, I'm kidding.
1: not that song Uh, she suspended in time
0: it did give me that feeling though it gave me the hopelessly devoted vibe (laughs) to keep me suspended in something (laughs) anyway um,
1: after this outpouring of her feelings about this human man, uh Zeus and Nemesine are like, okay. And they allow her to be with Sunny for a moment or maybe forever. They forget the difference between the two. So we're Ah so, uh, okay. Anyway, it's Xanadu opening night <laughs> and Danny is there he's like leading the charge of all these like skaters around and there's like water features I was like how long were they working on this it's mm-hmm. like a water feature like a live band there's a raised platform stage in the middle like everyone's having like a grand old time and then in the middle of all at, you know like the dancing's great um, everyone's on skates mm-hmm. Sonny is there you know he's made it after all and kira appears and she's singing the title f- song xanadu
0: yes she is which like has like three songs in it <laughs> i thought she went <laughs> well, into a different song but then she came back to sing xanadu and i was like wait are we still singing xanadu right now <laughs>
1: Well, it's Xanadu and then it's Fool Country, which is the part where she's like singing the bunch of different songs and then it comes back in a Xanadu reprise, but I don't think Fool Country is on the soundtrack.
0: Xanadu! Xanadu. Xanadu. Now we are here. It's Xanadu! And then, like, there's a separate zone that happens in the middle where I was just like, oh, it's a medley. And then, no, it wasn't because I mean, yes, it was, I guess, but, like, we get back to senator at the end. And it's the same thing.
1: I was so confused at the sequence. I was like, is this all the same night? Is this are they doing, like, multiple performances? Is this the same opening mm-hmm. performance? Like, how are they switching mm-hmm. so fast? I'm like, I understand that her sisters are here now, and they're just having mm-hmm. a grand old time with all these costume changes, I'm sure. But... What's happening?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's it's still the, the opening night performance. And anyway, it comes back to Xanadu. And, you know, uh, during the song, Kira and Sunny have had like a few moments together. But in the end, the sisters leave. And then Kira leaves again. And for a moment, Sonny is just alone in this giant disco roller room. But then everyone starts to slowly like come back into reality. And he goes to sit with Danny. And Danny's like, do you want a drink for your troubles? And he's like, no, I'm fine. And he calls over a waitress anyway to give Sunny a drink. And he looks up at the waitress and she looks just like Kira. And... Mm-hmm he like calls for her to stop and then they talk and I was so fucking confused I was like is that Kira? Mm-hmm. but no it's just a woman that looks like her so I'm just like oh like that okay cool but anyway they talk and then the movie ends yeah <sighs> and that is at the end of the movie now we come mm-hmm. to our ratings using our standard rhetoric of five we will start first with music and choreography a movie with choreography finally oh, wow. uh, it's been 84 years mm-hmm. The music, so again I mentioned at the top that the music for this uh, movie went double platinum and you know like for good reason like a lot of the tunes are like really cool um, to listen to, like I didn't hate any of them, even the ballads, ballady ones. So the the music's really good. I really like. I really like the stuff that Electric Light Orchestra was doing, and I I don't know. I think I think it's very cool how they came together on the album. Choreography, the skating choreography in the Xanadu sequence was really neat. It, some of it wasn't too, too involved, but there was, like, pop and lock-in, and, like, they were doing some, like, really intense moves. And in the, um, dancing sequence, where so the two dreams of bands came together, and they were doing back and forth in those different scenes, I was like, oh, these are very talented people. The dancing is very intense. A lot of moves that I can't pronounce. I also like the contrast in between, like, the six the 60s the one that we didn't touch the 40s and the 80s <laughs> <laughs> dancing i mean really like how they contrasted that and the moves that they chose for that one as well some of them were like really like classic iconic moves yeah so yeah, i really like the choreography i enjoy the music so i'll give it like a good 4.2 5 for music and choreography. Like, that part... That part of the movie was reasonable.
0: <laughs> no. um, but
1: yes, 4.25 out of 5 for Skates.
0: Cool. I liked the music. It was decent. The I really liked the choreo that they did have. It is nice to see, like group numbers <laughs> after <laughs> not seeing group numbers in like millions of years um, so it was really pleasant to see that and also yeah the roller skate choreo and the you know 1940s shadi Badu type choreo was fun too um, in particularly the the dancing scene um, as well as the ta- like it like the sequences were long in terms of those ones but like including the tap like it was nice it just went on for a long time but it was nice I did like seeing it and yeah like I said the music is so 80s like there's like if you didn't tell me at all like when this happened and you just like (laughs) pressed play on the soundtrack I'd be like oh yeah the 80s right (laughs) I'd be like "Mm, yeah right (laughs) like that's it just has that like vibe um very heavily sonically which isn't a commentary either way it's just like a noticeable thing but i did like it i don't really remember many of the songs if i'm being honest like dancing was fun like the little the last bit and xanadu i liked as well the bit in the middle was a little confusing, but yeah, you know, what, whatever. We're in a movie, it's fine, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, so where I land, I guess, in the points of it all, I'll say four skates. Mm-hmm. Four roller skates for music and choreo. Now,
1: the plot.
0: Um... Story... <laughs> As um... Mm
1: -hmm. it was it didn't they didn't communicate time properly for one Mm -hmm. it was like everything happened in the span of a week for me I felt what they were trying to do but it, it, it seemed like either writing failed them or in the editing process they cut out some stuff or like maybe they just like didn't fully flesh out things enough, and they were afraid of making the movie too long, because <sighs> they could have chopped down some of those um, song sequences, and like just made it a little bit tighter, and I think it would have improved the runtime, and then they could have expanded more in the writing. But the plot for me didn't really go anywhere significant it was like Mm. there's this struggling artist who meets a muse who then falls in love with him and he meets a stranger who they then become business partners and they make a club Mm -hmm. (sighs) it doesn't there's nothing for me to get invested in there was no like great conflict there was there was like nothing like Nothing happened, even when there was the thing with Kira's reveal that she's a muse. Like, it was just like, oh, I'm sad. I'm going to go after her right away. And then he finds her right away. And then it's. She gets. They get to see. I mean, like, it's sad I guess that they don't get to see each other anymore but then he finds someone that looks exactly like her like there's mm-hmm. no like I I don't know I feel like it I understand why it's a cult classic because like the music's good and stuff and but it's just the, the plot it drives me up a wall I'm just like I am not getting anything I need out of it like it's not carrying me anywhere, is, is, is what I feel like. And and for that reason, I'm going to give the plot the story three might be generous, but it's what I'm going to hit on. So I'm going to give it a three. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, three, the three murals of muses.
0: Four story. It was there was no story um not like, <laughs> the thing is the story could have fit into something like a short film plot wise cuz like otherwise outside of like half an hour of of story mostly nothing happens their scenes and sequences are pretty long and we don't go very far at all and so i was thinking about like <laughs> This is not meant to be like a, a, a class or whatever, but like I was thinking about um, the Lehman angle sort of, he has like this, the needs of like what a, a musical has to have in terms of like, I don't know, for, for it to make a compelling piece of media. So the the, the the bits here are like feeling, subplot, romance, lyrics and particularization, Music and comedy. What I think they may have done fairly successfully was music and potentially romance, but like the other ones don't sort of work. <laughs> like they don't have it. Cause like, cause like feeling is kind of like having um, characters or a storyline that gets you like that like draws you in emotionally like you need to care about these people i didn't really care i wasn't given much of a reason to care um the guy seems to be like some hot person who's also very talented but also has no desire at all to like bend to the will of others or whatever which is like fine like you can have like a guy like that but like there was like even with the romance it didn't really like hit much because nothing happens like they don't develop anything at all the sort of instantaneousness of it all isn't even the problem because like we've dealt with that like in pretty much any mm-hmm. like musical that is something that is just par for the course but like here we just like don't have like anything to hold on to lyrics and particularization like some of the songs one of the songs two of the songs like what actually had anything to do with what was happening in the moment you know like in terms of furthering the plot or giving us more insight and comedy you know that's subjective but i didn't really you know there wasn't really much there for me either but like i don't like not all musicals have like straight up comedy or whatever i just feel like it missed a lot of components the story itself was bare bones very little was explained and if it was a time thing then they could have absolutely like i agree with you like just cut some of those sequences down because like they didn't all need to be like 70 minutes long like it's okay <laughs> of course, for like musical numbers to not be the length of the entire feature film you know so and like that bothers me because like only because like i want to like it the vfx are funny um because of how old they are and like just seeing what vfx was were like at one point in time is fairly entertaining the songs like whether or not like they further the story or whatever i did like them like i said before and like i like olivia newton john she was fun but also like a nothing character who had nothing other than like she's pretty she skates and she's mystical you know and that's Mm it (laughs) like you know i don't know we don't get to know anything and nothing happens like you said there's no conflict either so like again there's nothing pushing against this story that's giving it any dimension or depth or like intrigue so unfortunately I think I'm gonna have to give it 2.75 um, murals mm-hmm. yeah 2.75 murals
1: and then overall enjoyment mm. I enjoy is uh like I'm not gonna watch this movie again I'm not gonna lie um I might listen to some of the songs again but like actually rewatching this is not gonna happen I might watch it in the case of like exposing it to someone else and being like look xanadu is a mess because it is <laughs> and it's not like a terrible horrendous mess that like it's it's such a tragedy i'm never gonna watch it again because of that i'm just not interested in the story because there is none like i don't have to remember it point for point because nothing really happens Mm -hmm. it's a lot of back and forth of trying to find this girl and then they're building this club disco thing And that's it. That is it. Like, they tried to introduce some kind of minor thing with Zeus and her not being able to go back. But then she sang a sad song and they let her go back for a little while. And then he maybe got over her fairly fast because he met a girl that looked like her. It's just, there's nothing (laughs) there for me. But like visually, like the animation was cute, the bit that had animation, and again, some of the effects were just stunning. You know, just everyone just having a nice pencil-like glow about them. Love that. But yeah, I'm not... I... For this rating, I will give it 3... Yeah. The only thing that saved this was the music, so it gets a 3 out of 5 xanities.
0: Cool. Um, Yeah, I'm also not really going to watch it again. Like, I don't even envision myself showing it to anyone else, to be honest. I, you know, also like the animation. That was a cute part, I guess, but it was okay. Like, I didn't hate it. Like, it's not, like, the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It was just, like, 90 minutes of nothing. So it was was just a little bit hard to care when there's nothing to care for. And when there's nothing to care for, I'm not as engaged. And when I'm not as engaged, I'm not, like, fully there, I guess, you know? Yeah, the entire thing felt like a subplot and not, like, the main plot and I wish there was just something to care for. Um some conflict something. I don't know. I don't have much else to say. I'm gonna give it I'll give it a three. I'll give it three xanadus as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool great fab <laughs> obsessions dun, 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 dun. obsessions now is the time for obsessions. It's the it's theater news. Whatever we choose for obsessions, musical things. What's happening in obsessions? Bow. Okay, now this is a part of the podcast where we talk about things that we like interested in in musical theater or theater or musicals etc things that are kind of related tangentially or not and so i only have one thing actually um that came out recently question mark question mark not sure but <laughs> chloe bailey okay so pepsi has been doing i don't know if it's like going an ongoing thing that they'll continue to do but like the past two pepsi ads that i've seen both used musical theater so the first one i saw was doja cat who did you're the one that i want from greece and it's like a very different sound like you're the one that i want or whatever and then very recently the one that i saw was chloe bailey with footloose she sang footloose um and so i'm like are they gonna continue on this vibe and get like various musicians, pop musicians to sing like 80s musicals, (laughs) 80s musical theater, like what's what's the vibes? But yeah, I don't know. That's it was cute or whatever. I liked it. It's very, very different. Both of the songs sound very, very different, very different from the originals. And I guess I would say closer to the pop artist style, whilst also still maintaining some of the integrity of the original songs or whatever so um that's all it piqued my interest i thought it was cute and that's it that is <laughs> i close myself here <laughs> and we close here i think because you don't have any.
1: yes yep. Yep. No.
0: <laughs> so we so we both close here so you can get that obsession in particular on our tumblr and all of the other ones that we've mentioned before in past episodes um, on our tumblr that is tellmemoretellmemorepodcast.tumblr.com we have an instagram and a twitter at tmmtmmpodcast we have a gmail account email (laughs) tellmemoretellmemorepodcast at gmail.com we have playlists for the songs that we like from all the movies that we watch so long as the playlists are on spotify on our spotify if you go to TMM TMM podcast, and you go to the profile and not the podcast itself you will find a playlist for every year that this podcast has existed thank you for joining us on our first little journey in the 80s but yeah thank you for listening and hope to see you again for telling more Tell more of the podcast i have been your host leah
1: And I've been your host, Stacia. Goodbye. Goodbye.